I mean, David Cross and I once did a whole night where we showed Steven Seagal movie and made fun of it the whole night on mics. <laughs> By the way, I was there when he hosted SNL, one of the most famous nightmare, like, <laughs> can't re-show that show ever. As you were leaving the last time I got to interview you, yeah. I, I said, oh, geez, I, I forgot <laughs> to ask you about Steven Seagal and when you pitched him a sketch that you had written, and you said, Howard, we'll save that for the next time. Well, it, it was Hans it, and Franz. Right. And we were talking to him about it. I was helping with Hans and Franz that week. Yeah, I didn't usually help with that piece, but I love those guys. And, uh, and, and Seagal read it, and he said, if I do this sketch, if I do it. And, you know, they, they want to fight him. Hey, we'll take you on. He goes, if I do it, I have to beat them up. Like he has to, it's like a John Wayne thing, right? Like, right, they, right. like he's it's got the win. most ludicrous scenario. You don't <laughs> worry. No one will think that they actually, no one's thinking anyone beat anyone up here. But uh, that was his attitude the whole week was he kept saying, I've never seen your show. I don't know what you do here. Like, really? You've never seen Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> the funny and he thing. wrote a scene, Howard, Howard. He, <laughs> he wrote a scene, and it's the last scene in the show, and it's like one of his movies, but they tried to do it live. They got some stuntmen to come in. It was, it's insane. So because. there's like this board of directors. There's a bunch of stuntmen in suits. So as a as a viewer, you're like, who are these actors? They're not in the cast. And they're, and then there's like some speech and then he enters the banquet room and starts beating, it's live. And he's beating them up and throwing them around the room. And it goes on for like eight minutes. It's the longest scene you've ever seen. And then at the very end, he turns to camera and says, this is what happens when you pollute the planet. I'm interested to see if you're going to be able to maintain such a uh, a laid-back vibe for this this entire broadcast Probably. that's going on right where's now. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Oh, yeah, you get those headphones on. You know what's left? Get those cans on. Oh but, God, get out of the bourbon. Oh, uh, there's all sorts of moving parts here. Oh, it's, uh, we weren't lying last week when uh, we told you we were we were switching things up. Well, oh, you're. Th I think I would have put a little more thought into it over right the in week. There, right, right, yeah, right up on this microphone. We've moved all of the equipment right. out of the offices of Baby Oil and Blow Studios yeah. right into the screening room here. This is what's going on. That's right. It's all complex. It's, there's a lot of real estate involved in having a podcast. A lot of a lot of people don't understand that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Buy a bunch of shit. It's all bullshit. I feel like we should have, like, uh, you got some popcorn or something for this. We could have. I could get that bag of pretzels if you want. A lot of mouth noises and chewing going on. I'm going to get that bag of pretzels. Good yeah. call. Okay, good call. Yeah, people are, are going to want to hear you eating pretzels, I think, as we're. We're doing this whole thing. Have to totally. forgive us here. Yeah, it's been it's been a one long week since uh, we uh, last spoke. This is definitely not something we're doing immediately after our previous podcast and. Be, being dishonest about uh, our rec recording schedule. This shit all goes with live to tape. 
You gotta go in there. Is that, is that thing gonna last for an entire film? Yeah. We'll kill that, Good. huh? Good, yeah. We'll fucking kill that by the end of it for sure. Got got some snacks, got some drinks settling this is nice. in here. Um, there we go. This, this is good. Good. Uh, we got we got our uh, our intern up in the projector booth. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll he'll get ready to uh, hit hit play on that thing when, whenever we need him to. So that's going to work out nice right here. Oh, this is good. Oh, you oh. Got a pillow on your back. It's, I got something really going now. Definitely, like I feel like there could be a Renaissance painting of you right now. How you're all splayed out across the it's kinda... area right here. Injured Jeff Goldblum in the first Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get you a, mm-hmm. maybe a button-up. Get you a button-up you can borrow and just have nice. that thing mostly undone. And then that's definitely the vibe we're throwing up here. Did you watch that uh, stop animation movie on Shudder, Mad God? Uh, so as you can see, it's up there on the screen. In the, uh, I, I, I did not watch it. I, I maybe put on like 15 minutes of it before I fell asleep. Oh. I was like... Well, this is just a bunch of visual gibberish going on. This is, this is putting me right to sleep right now. So I do want to see it. Do though. not get fully into that. I've heard heard good things about. I heard things. I don't know all the work that went I heard into things. it right there. I don't know what's, what's going on. Anyways, Matt, it is July. It sure is. We are uh, in the thick of our big action movie Mount Rushmore event that we do. Oh yeah. We've made lots of promises about what what's going on, what we're going to talk about, all all that jazz. Yep. All that jazz. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's get into it right here. Uh, we we still got a a whole rundown to get into. Oh yeah, we, we begin still got to do all that. Here. Yeah, we still got to do all that fucking shit right here. So mm-hmm. the rundown um, this week is going to be brought to us by oh, Lord, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be brought to you by the uh, New Orleans Police Department. Oh yeah, they do good work down there. Have not heard any complaints from anyone. Everybody very. Uh, very content with everything they they, they got to do. That's where our guy Steven Seagal was mm-hmm. a cop, You're honorary. Dumb. It was like a small county in Louisiana. It was well, it was not know, a literal city. It might not have been <laughs> New Orleans. It's somewhere down there though. Brought to us by the uh, law enforcement officials of Louisiana, who clearly mm-hmm. at the top of their game. Uh, the rundown is of 1996's The Glimmer Man. 96. This is a film with a very reasonable runtime of 92 minutes. Oh, what a treat. You're in So much shorter after that just marathon session of a film Stallone had us sitting through last week. Not to be confused with Marathon Man. That's uh, a different movie altogether. Stallone in that one? Yep. Budget of this film, $45 million. Oh, they spent a little money. A little money. Should be some good explosions. Some post uh, under siege Seagal here. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I think this is, this is when they still had hopes for him. Yeah, it had to have been ninety six. That's pretty fucking yeah. earlier. This yeah. is like man, this guy's the next big fucking star. I don't think Under Siege Two has even come I think out. Maybe yet. this movie is a lot of reason why that didn't no, happen. No. Uh, gross of this film thirty nine point five million. What? So they did not make back what they spent. Turns out this is a first watch for the two of us. Oh so yeah. First watch for a lot of people, as it turns out. How like, many people went to see, go see the Glimmer Man? Is this like the last movie Keenan like starred in? Mm, I gotta say yes. Yeah. But uh, director of this film. Before we get into the stars of this film, okay. Guy named John Gray. Oh, he made that movie, uh, yeah, The Gray, that we just covered. No, 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 no not that. Oh. Different guy made that. Uh, oh. Try again. What's 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 your what's your favorite John Gray? John one? Gray. He mm-hmm. made. Uh, Waiting to Exhale. I love that movie. Mm, no. Turns out, other than this, he's just made a bunch of shorts and TV movies that oh. nobody's heard of, hmm. including a remake of Brian's Song. 
for for the TV. Oh, that was in the nineties. Was, uh, was that more the aughts? A biography of Martin and Lewis, made for TV movie. Okay, made for TV movie about a gorilla learning sign language. Well, Brian's song was a Born TV to Be Wild. movie. Okay, but this he did not make the one people watched. Okay, all right. <laughs> he made fair. a remake of it. I love you, Brian Piccolo. Also, uh, he had, he didn't just do made for TV movies. He also did some series. He did a lot of episodes. Mm. Uh, that show where Jennifer Love Hewitt can talk to ghosts, the Ghost Whisperer. You ever seen that one? Is that what I, it's called? Any knowledge about that one? Jennifer Love Hewitt's the Ghost Whisperer. Why did I think it was called Medium? I don't know, but I know that's it's, a different, that's a different Ghost different Whisperer show. show. I know Eric Perez was a big fan of the Ghost yeah. Whisperer back in the day, but uh, I've I don't stated know about it. plenty of times about it. to you and my wife, I'm not a Jennifer Love huge tits fan. Wow, that's a controversial take right there. Yeah, I don't even, even when she was so fresh faced and delightful in Party of Five. I don't even find her all that attractive, if I'm being honest. Uh, old Jennifer Love Hewitt, I can get, but teenage Jennifer Love Hewitt, she was well prime choice, grade A meat, my friend. Prime choice. Stars of this movie, dude. Uh, there's a lot of them. This thing, being a first time watching me, I was surprised to see that our cast is so stacked right here. Yeah. Steven Seagal, first off. He's oh, uh, yeah. the third head on our Mount Rushmore action fucking thing. He should probably it's be very the important first. there. In this movie, he is playing Lieutenant Jack Cole. That's a cool name. He's a cop, but one with a pretty funny way of doing business, man. What? As it's, I think we'll get into as we watch this movie. Uh, he played the character Cock Puncher in the Onion movie. Did you ever see that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Me, me either. Didn't know The Onion made a movie. No. Uh, he was the executive producer and star of 24 episodes of True Justice, a show where he played the character Elijah Kane, an ex-special forces operative and martial arts expert who is part of an undercover police team who carry out an often brutal style of law enforcement on the streets. There's a TV show? Apparently, 24 episodes, True Justice. What year Steven was that? Steven TV show. I know what I'm getting it into. It was uh, before the next thing he was a uh, executive producer and star of, Steven Seagal Lawman. Yeah, hell yeah. Or the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office in Louisiana. That's the ones that gave us money. They let him play a cop and abuse people for real life on yeah. the streets. Yeah, but he does it like fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter yeah. does, where he's yeah. like, look... Except I think he had a real gun, didn't he? Yeah. Todd doesn't carry real guns. No. I think they gave him a real gun. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, yeah, that True Justice show came up before that fucking reality show, so. I want to watch it. Yeah, we need to watch that shit. That sounds fucking great. Probably just start a True Justice podcast. Fuck this shit. Well, yeah, that sounds a lot better. Shorter episodes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We're doing our whole two-hander theme where it's uh, a guy and a guy, two two stars right next to each other, and uh, this week we got a... Uh, Old Keenan Ivory Waynes. Yeah. The eldest of the Waynes brothers is in this film as... Give us some credentials. Detective Jim Campbell. So people know who He's this guy classic, is. He's a classic no-nonsense cop. This guy starred as Shame in a low-down, dirty shame. Oh, I love Shame. This guy was Jack Spade and I'm gonna get you, sucker. Uh-huh. Also, he was the fucking creator of In Living Color, man. Fucking, and the Keenan Ivory Wayne show. Fucking creator, showrunner of both those fucking things. So I gotta ask you, mm-hmm. where does Keenan rank... On your list of weigh-ins. See, not knowing firsthand what he does behind the scene, how prolific of a writer he must be, yeah. as as a performer, as a performer solely, mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel. Really? <laughs> Straight up last. Hmm. Fucking Sean, Marlon, Damon, uh, that other brother, Kim, uh, all of them. Oh, Kim, he's all a funny them. guy. They're all hilarious. So Their brother, Jamie Foxx. I mean, Keenan Ivory did write white chicks, though, so I don't know. 
maybe his talents lie behind the scenes. I mean, he's funny in in in, in living color. He's all right. He's yeah, all right. He's got Directed the first two scary movies, so this guy's rich. He's a rich motherfucker. Oh yeah. He doesn't need you over there like fucking no. defending him or whatever. This guy's no. got fuck you money. He gave America Jim Carrey. He plucked him You're out of welcome. Canada out of obscurity. Canadian obscurity. Saturday Night Live. Dusted that maple syrup off of his shoulders and stuck him in front of a camera. SNL passed on the guy and fucking old Keenan Irie's like, give me a there's break. money on that bone. Fucking give me a break. SNL, you fucking yeah. losers. Lord. You were like, we don't think Jim Carrey is very funny. You know we're going to give a 30-year contract to? Another Keenan. Lauren Michaels, you lost the fucking chubby one direction shows. when you fucking let fucking Chevy Chase walk. Yeah, that guy's a living legend. Matt, Brian Cox is in this movie. I love Brian Cox. As Mr. Smith, Seagal's former boss in the CIA. Because, oh. you know, this character's been in the CIA. This guy's well, probably doing a lot of shit. This is a regular uh, Brian Cox is a very serious old British guy in everything. Yeah. We saw him as Nathan in The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, he played the first Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter. He's in that fucking uh, The Ring. He's in The Ring. That's a you great movie. You see him movie. and then you die. He was Argyle Wallace in Braveheart, one of your favorite movies. No, Argyle was a black guy who drove a limo. One of your, one of your favorite movies, Braveheart, I know. So yeah. I'm going to take your word for that. Yeah. He was the fucking headmaster of Rushmore, Dr. Guggenheim in Rushmore. He was the curmudgeonly Mr. Krieg who gets terrorized by Sam and Trick or Treat. Plus, he was a good old boy in nine episodes of Deadwood. Fucking hanging out with a bunch of scumbag saloon owners. He was a dandy. He was a little dandy, but, you know, had a little soft spot for that dandy. Yeah. He did those great McDonald's commercials, too. Michelle Johnson is in this movie as Jessica Cole, who has the same last name as Seagal's character, so I'm going to guess this is Seagal's wife. Uh, Daughter. Maybe. No, too old to be a daughter. He's definitely fucking her in this thing. Hopefully. She jump-started my puberty with all the explicit nudity she did in the super weird and super inappropriate Michael uh, Caine comedy, Blame It, in, Blame it on Rio. What? Did you ever see that one? No. Michael Caine and his other old friend are just Oi. daughter swapping. Oh, Michael Just them Caine. on vacation daughter swapping. My name's Michael Caine. It's very, and very And I would strange. like to sleep with your daughter. Also, she played an unnamed character in season three, episode five of Arliss. Arliss. Where do clients come from? Yeah. You know what Arliss is up to in that one, Matt? Everything. Arliss tries to recruit a suicidal NASCAR driver. Oh. Guests include Dale Earnhardt. Oh, too soon. (laughs) Sounds pretty good, huh? (laughs) Also, she was Perry Morgan in season one, episode 27 of Melrose Place. Oh. The Test. That one was a big episode, I remember. That one, Jake gets visited by his ex-girlfriend, Perry, Mm -hmm. our girl here, who tells him that she has AIDS. Jake panics and tells Joe so they can both take an AIDS test to make sure they don't have it. Meanwhile, it's good to get tested. Billy lies a, a little on his job resume and gets a job as a column writer at a prestigious magazine called Escapades. What? I know what you're guessing. You're guessing what's Allison up to? If that's yeah. what Billy's doing. What's Allison doing? Uh, she asks Lucy and Amanda if she can have her old job back at D and D. A sympathetic Lucy agrees, but Amanda does not approve of Allison's presence because she thinks that Allison has feelings for Billy. That's fucked up. What a tangled web, man. That's fucked up, Fucking crazy. Uh, Good old boy Stephen Tobolowski, one of the most famous IT actors of his generation, Mm -hmm. is in this movie as Christopher Maynard, a suspected serial killer. He's that fucking guy everybody knows who was Ned Ryerson in Groundhog's Day. There we go. And you see him in everything else, and you're like, it's Ned Ryerson from Groundhog's Day. 
He's also in Deadwood with Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. He was Dr. Brandis in the movie Sneakers. Very underrated Dan Aykroyd joint. Mm. He was Agent Chuck Stupak in Mr. Magoo. Ever seen the Mr. Magoo movie? Oh, with Leslie Nielsen. That's right. Also, he was Father Viteri in Season 3, Episode 7 of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Ooh. Berg's new roommate. What era is this? What season? Season 3. Oh, So maybe boy. last season? How many seasons did that last? Oh. Well, because, like, they... I mean, you had Ryan Reynolds and Nathan Fillion both mm-hmm. on that show, yeah. but, like, not for an extended period. It, it, it moved around. We didn't around. know what we had back then. Um, those there's, guys on the same show. We didn't like know we had two girls and three guys at one point. And that one, Sharon and Johnny have some marriage counseling. The results in some doubts about whether the wedding should go on. Oh, Berg finally realizes that he and Ashley are living together. These are cool names. <laughs> he is not happy. Yeah, Berg can't be settled down, man. No, he he's a he's oh, a come on. he's a wild man sowing his oats. Bob Gunton is in this movie as Frank Deverell, a local crime boss, apparently. We saw him as Chief George Earl in Demolition Man. Oh. He was the miserable prick warden in Shawshank Redemption. Oh. No, I've never seen that. You never had TBS? No. Uh, He was Cecil Dobbs in a movie that a lot of people uh, think of as the launch of the reconnaissance, The Lincoln Lawyer. No way. Uh, Launch of the reconnaissance was Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I think I consider that peak first era McConaughey, quite frankly. I think that's when people finally realized what a gift he is and finally (laughs) got on fucking board. He also played the character Dean Walcott in Patch Adams, a very funny but also very emotional movie, Matt, Patch Adams. That's that movie where uh, fucking uh, Robin Williams is that doctor that keeps touching kids. Yeah, that's right. Uh, It's problematic for a while. Ultimately, what led him to him offing himself. People love it now. Yeah. Also, he played the character Lazaro in the Patrick Swayze family comedy, Fatherhood. We talk about delightful. that movie I, all I, the time. About it. That's why I want to throw it in there. We love that movie. So good. Uh, John M. Jackson is in this movie as Cunningham. That's a I think cool is a name. bad guy who works for the crime boss of some sort. Once again, we haven't seen this movie. I'm no. not entirely sure. Uh, he was Sergeant Starr in the movie The Hitcher, a great 80s fucking horror movie. He was Bob Fielder in the very underrated Kevin Costner starring Clint Eastwood directed A Perfect World. I love that movie. Best fucking Eastwood movie by far. By far. Oh, God. Also, he was powerful AJ Chegwidden on a million episodes of Jag. And he nice. was FBI director Sam Cullen on six episodes of Bones. So it's big time TV show resume. It's cool when you can get consistent work on Jag. Absolutely. Uh, he played Larry Coe on season three, episode 14 of Northern Exposure. You ain't telling me Burning nothing, down the either. house. And that one, Maggie's mother comes for a visit and delivers some surprising news. Chris builds a catapult and Joel discovers someone's secret identity. What like what were they doing on that show? I need to find yeah, out. A lot of, there's a lot of stuff up there and then freezing their butts off, really. They're, they're putting on toques. That, that, that's streaming anywhere yet? One more person. I think there's too many music rights. I think so. uh, they can't uh, stream that thing. I think they just threw a lot of popular music in that thing. Why'd they have to use so many Dire Straits songs know, in that show? They, they, they dipped into the Dire Straits well far Ugh. too often. It's going to cost multi-millions of dollars to get that shit streaming. Matt, one more name uh-huh. jumped out of me that I wanted to put out here because I know she's a favorite of yours. Mm. Nikki Cox is in this Ooh. movie as Millie. Seagal's stepson's girlfriend? I think is what it seemed like her character was. Okay. Either way, she was the little cunt who rats out to the T-1000 that John Connor's hanging out in the arcade in Terminator 2. Yeah. 
She was in season one, episode 10 of Eerie, Indiana, The Lost oh, Hour. Yeah, yeah. And this one, Eerie doesn't have daylight savings time, but Marshall's determined not to miss out on the extra hour. So he sets his watch back anyway. It's a fun Sounds crazy. Show, huh? Everyone in Erie disappears, except for some creepy garbage collectors and a strange milkman. Nate. Yeah, what up? She's Jack's slutty daughter. Oh, that's right. She's in the show Unhappily Ever After as the hot slutty daughter. God. Some say, uh, poor man's Kelly Bundy. I say nay, uh, nay. Yeah, no. Take her uh, over Kelly Bundy any day of the goddamn week. Ooh, that's... You get some real yeah, nice threesome, I'll tell you that Kelly way. Bundy and all nice three those way. episodes of fucking Married with Children. That's hard to say, but yeah. yeah. Hey, you're going to love the fucking tagline of this movie right here. This is a great tagline. One of the best we've had. Two good cops, one bad situation. That's pretty cool. Classic right there. That's it's pretty like cool. like watching a classic fucking action movie. You know right off the bat. So go don't fuck around. Even if it's 96 and people are no. doing extra and shit infamously, like assassins. he had his fingers all over this movie. Yeah. People hated him for how he wanted to change every little thing every day because he thought he was on top of the goddamn world. Yeah, well, he, he had made a lot of money. He had. He'd made a lot of people a lot of money, more importantly. True. He gets some pull. True. Plot of this film, Matt. Mm-hmm. A former government operative renowned for his stealth. Oh, yeah, and he's starting to get fat here. This should be fun. Known for his running. <laughs> for his noodle-armed running and stealth. Jack Cole is now a Los Angeles police detective. I'm just a police detective. When a series of horrible murders occurs in the metro area, Cole is assigned to the case, along with tough-talking fellow cop Jim Campbell. Oh. Although the two men clash... They gradually become effective partners as they uncover a conspiracy linked to the killings, which also involves terrorism and organized crime. That's the rundown there of uh, fucking the Glimmer Man is here. Normally we go into bullet points next, bro. This this is good. This feels weird. Hey, no, we do. You know what I'm calling it? We have to. We ain't got bullet points this week. We gotta drive find, by. Yeah, we're gonna have to find. We're gonna have to do a countdown right here. We're gonna have to find a place to stop this thing. You gotta get it so we can all Warner Brothers logo right here. First things popping up. I want you to see the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, we're gonna count. You've got this thing on four seconds already. That's right. If you're going off Streaming Apple TV this thing standards, on the Apple TV, the iTunes. What are you gonna? You gonna do like a five, four, three, two? Now? Right what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Is, is this our lethal weapon going. two, three, or three and then go moment? Is oh, this yeah. the thing we're That's doing right now? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You're in the okay. driver's yeah. seat. We'll yeah. count down. Three, two, one, go. I think is what we'll do. Okay. Right now. Okay. So get ready. Get the fucking glimmer man piled up. You're gonna, you're gonna hit you're the load it up. You're gonna hit the play when he says go. You Pay see attention. that Warner Brothers shield? You, you pause it, and we're gonna stop together. You did you do it? Did you do it? All right, let's go. Let's get the countdown. We're paused at four seconds. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Go. It's, it's playing. Ooh, I'm already hearing some, some noises, some like tense uh, sounds over the soundtrack. Let's crank that volume up, bro. That's just me eating breakfast. We're gonna want to hear that ambient noise in the background. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be probably gonna win a potty for the uh, 
production values on this podcast, I would assume. Yeah. A Seagal really Nasso production you're seeing right here. So he's, oh, so he's got production. He's got producer yeah. credit on here. They got to listen to what he says, hey, man. Hey, John Gray, the guy that made the gray. No, he did not make the gray. That's, That's your opinion. Wrong. Starting off pretty cool. Yeah, it's like bodies. I'm watching Seven. It feels like I'm watching Seven already. A lot of people say this is like Seagal's Seven. I've definitely heard people say it's Keenan Ivory Wayne's Seven for sure. Oh, it's the be, darkest he gets. This might just be Seagal's seventh feature film. Oh, I, I could be. He wrong. does that shit like uh, Tarantino, mm-hmm. the seventh film by Steven yeah. Seagal. He's also he's not into women's feet though. He's into women's penises. Oh, I never heard that about yeah. him. Or Michelle Johnson. I can see why she got cast here. Oh, there's dead bodies. Grizzly images of dead bodies. Wow, this glitter man's a bad guy. Driving fast down the street? Are we seeing things from the point of view of the uh, killer? I don't know. Was that a titty? Did I get it? Was Mm. that a titty? It was covered in blood, but I think it was a titty. I think Mm. we got a bloody dead titty right there. Is that Jesus Christ? No, I think that was the chick from uh, Stigmata. The Two Palms Hotel just got hit by lightning. Is this going to be a Back to the Future situation? Yeah, son of a bitch. A this lot comes of back happening. as the One Palm Hotel later on. Mm. Yeah, we're not even out of the opening credits, and no. I'm already just fucking yeah. stoked about the Glimmer Man. I like the style. Some fucking sweet electric guitar licks coming in now, too. Hell yeah. That sounds badass. This movie ain't afraid to be a movie. What's that? Infrared? I think, yeah, that guy's got, like, fucking... That's the Glimmer Man. Wearing a full-on like COVID mask. Looks like he's got some laser sights on a gun, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. This shit's all washed out. This is very 90s. This looks like MTV. Looks like I'm watching 90s Beach House MTV. Oh, shit. People are in bed. I was hoping to see a titty, but that was... No, it was a hairy was, titty. Yeah, hairy chest. Lady's got clothes on. Ooh, that chick just got iced in the brain, she bro. The she got Glimmer Maned straight up. All right. We're at the PD here. This is looking pretty like gritty in 80s for 1995. A lot of browns. It's a pretty good bullpen. A little extra from Point Break there, getting getting brought in. One of the surf gang. There's our guy Keenan. Nine seven six calls. That was like calling a dirty number. Oh, that's yeah. a thing that doesn't exist anymore, Matt. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh. got shaman gear he's, on. He's already killing it. Keenan can't believe it either. You're gonna have to seek higher enlightenment somewhere else. Casablanca movie poster in Seagal's uh, office. Is he a big film fan? And a basketball hoop. He loves hoops. <laughs> DeMarco Killing. He's got a paddle. I was going to say, so you got like a fucking frat paddle? <laughs> <laughs> They're spanking each other's asses, but also being very Buddhist. Tell by his prayer bre- beads. Mm. Have you done any police work that can move this movie along? Could you just tell me who the killer is? Can we just so go, we right go to, to the action third act? shit? I'm tired already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at the Two Palms Mall oh, Motel. We yeah. saw that it got hit by lightning earlier. Oh, man. He's fucking one-upped his, like, shaman outfit with just Ooh. this phenomenal... Just what sort of material would you coat? say that, that is? It's like What's... 
some kind of it's very shiny. Oh, oh, he's got one of those like crazy Asian designs where it's like gold dragons and he flowers. Definitely looks like the wallpaper at a Chinese place, Chinese restaurant. Here's that real nice uh, fucking uh, half Chinese restaurant, half gay bar up uh, gay north. Bar, gay bar. They got some great drinks there, and uh, yeah, pretty much their whole aesthetic looks like that coat. Looks like Seagal's torso. Yeah. Oh, back to this outfit. What is this like a Quentin Tarantino timeline? Are we jumping back and forth? I want to talk about it, right? We're just gonna have to find out together here. Well, Keenan's rocking the one gold hoop. Yeah, I was just thinking about that earring. He looks pretty cool. He's got the 1995 goatee. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, some anti-marriage rhetoric here. That's good. Oh, okay, so that's just the jacket he puts over the original yeah. outfit. Yeah. Now he's got it in his lap. He's layered. What town does this take place in? He's got a lot of layers. You know there's a lot of sweat going on under all those thick layers. It's raining. Could be cold. It's like rayon, too. There's no heat coming out of that. No. Keenan's pretty slim here. He got All these got cars look fat. like it's the 1980s. This does not look like 1995 to me. Not even a little. Like, Assassins was like a year before yeah, this. Yeah, right. That looked like it was 10 years And it looked like 10, 10 to 20 years in the future from this movie. We're in Los Angeles. Okay. All right, so that should be looking way more update. It should be way too hot for him to be wearing so many thick layers. There's that. Oh, he looks so fucking cool, man. Yeah. The badge over the prayer beads. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. What does he want? I don't know. He's got his hand on the short black priest's shoulder. It's a real demeaning, I'm bigger than you move. But it's also a classic, like, everybody in Seagal, or everybody in town knows who Seagal is already, and, like, is great That's friends true. with him. Like, I know all of the different teachers down at the Catholic school. My hand's on his shoulder. Clearly, we have rapport. Why do you think they got Because they look All right, so the, the dead bodies were up crucified on the wall like Jesus. Now we're at a Catholic school. Oh, Nicky Cox. Cox. This guy's all right. Oh, I recognize that short-haired teacher from right? something. Johnny, stop it, please, Johnny. Oh, man, <laughs> he's over the school PA. Talk him down, brother. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to help you. Just lay some truth on you. I gotta give him some kind of dialogue. Johnny, do you like blues music? <laughs> Is that a hostage negotiator? Why is he whispering at me? <laughs> I like the he's, way he's whispering, man. He's so calm. <laughs> oh, that was passive aggressive, the way he let him hear him. I know, but he's, that gun. he's holding that intercom so cool. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker, I'm in your classroom. Motherfucker! This is like the opposite of those cops at Uvalde, am I right? Oh, oh. Oh no. And yes. <laughs> Whereas they did nothing, he charged in recklessly. Yeah. He doesn't even have two hands on his gun. Yeah, this guy, this guy can't shoot shit. Just fucking snipe his ass, Seagal. Seagal just could have could have sniped his ass through that glass door. That would have been badass. We'll start out like this. 
Mm-hmm. What do you mean start out like this? You already started out by fucking kicking the door in and pointing a gun at his head. Yeah. You can't start over. No. There's, there's no getting around this. Damn it, what do I know that short-haired teacher from? It's, uh, she plays like a struggling actress in something. That's Lori Petty's sister, Lonnie Petty. Whoa. Did he just tackle him all the way over an alleyway Whoa. into the next building? Yes, he did. That is like 20 feet. Physically improbable. <laughs> but not impossible. I no. like that you left because it Because I just and, watched it happen. Yeah. He asked me beforehand, I would have told you probably it's impossible. Cop just grabbed that young man right by the head bandage. Look at Coke shades back there. Yeah, he's pretty cool. See, I God, I hate this job. It's not quite I'm getting too old for this uh-uh. shit, but we got a grizzled Seagal here. Oh, yeah. He's seen too much, man. I love his nonchalant lean. Oh, he's getting big. Uh-oh, stepfather of the kid who tried to kill himself? Is he gonna? Is this a plot shit we should pay attention to? He's gonna or is this just never coming back? He's going to take issue with him. It's got to come back, because that's the fucking Shawshank Redemption guy. Yeah. This guy's a crime boss. That kid was a son of a crime boss. That's why he's trying to kill himself. Figured out who his dad is, probably. Right? Like, why has he got that stunad with him? <laughs> that little bald wiener, his main goon? Looking like. Who's the girl gonna fight in this movie? I'm just hoping that he played uh, the sword guy in He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Man at Arms? Well, no. Blade? Is that the guy's name? Kind of looking like a friar right now with that uh, yeah. hair and coat combination. This is our main goon. I'm going to do a little research here. I think I think that could be him. This guy could be a really good ninja guy. Definitely mentioned him in our rundown. I don't remember seeing oh, John Jackson? the universe on his... Uh, feel like you'd lead with that. Yeah, it seems like that would have jumped out at me when I was doing the research. Although it was half-assed research because I hadn't watched the movie yet, so I didn't well, really know who was important. Good for me. I kind of thought you were an attorney. Listen, um, we want you to deliver a message for me. You tell your asshole boss. Ooh. Ooh. No your asshole. He's got no reason to be calling this man an asshole at this point. He, he says what he wants. white ass out of here. He just called him a white man uh, <laughs> as an insult. Get your white ass out <laughs> As if he is not also a white man. He's not. This he's is honorary. great shit. He's we got a pass. Know. We all know it. This just proves it. Ooh. Bare dead corpse titties. Ooh, Ooh nice. Two pairs. of them. Whoa, those are far very, away. Very fake. Yamahama, that looks painful. And interstitial fibrosis. You don't say that in English, I'm going to beat you to death in a dictionary. It's a red form of bone cancer. Okay. Some no-nonsense, but uh, praise of violence. I'm liking what kind of a cop Keenan Ivory is in this mm-hmm. thing. Got no time for the glasses-wearing nerd in the fucking coroner's office. Yeah, and he's not doing, like, the fast-talking, joking, I'm a pussy cop. Oh, no, this ain't a Damon Wayne's role. This no. is a Keenan Ivory Wayne. He's, yeah. got, he's got, like, probably 30 pounds on Damon. That's fair. 
Now, he ain't even fat yet. He's rolling here with some big dick energy. Seagal, man. Clearly starting to puff up. We're in the first stages of the puff up right here. Yeah. Well tanned, though. Second chin's coming in nicely. What we have here... Hair looks Wait, great. is there no ponytail on this one? Oh, no, no, he has it. Oh, thank God. It didn't look like it in that You shot. could see it in the car. I was going to say, no uh, way he loses the ponytail at this point in his career. She got nice tits. Precisely dressed up. Now we're talking. <laughs> she does not. Yeah, she... They look like painful She looks like a department D's. store mannequin. That does not oh, look, they're letting him cut out like the titties? All. I love that they're letting him fucking... He just... Run this number. Serial number on breast implants? This guy's... What? This guy's like a Stallone and Assassin's level detective. What's the problem with you, cops? Fucking Seagal always takes it to a new level, though. This guy live in the Temple of Doom? What the fuck am I looking at right here? You about to be served some chilled monkey brains? It's our main bad guy here. Yeah. Diminutive, like, 110-pound bad guy, but luckily he's got his bald 120-pound sidekick, so... Yeah. We're really setting up some physical threats for our two cops to beat up in the third act. Right? They got nice fucking Land's End sweaters on. <laughs> this thing came straight out of the Jay Peterman catalog. What are you talking about? This really looks like a scene from fucking Frasier more than it did, <laughs> did a Seagal action movie, but uh, whatever. I'll play along. Grammar and Seagal teaming up. It's not too late. Ooh. We can still get that. Ooh. I would watch the shit out of that movie. Just each one of them mansplaining everything to each other. So why L.A.? We shouldn't have set this movie in a town so hot when we were both going to wear so many layers. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Busting off some casual Chinese, because this man's yeah. cultured as a motherfucker. It's, it's actually Mandarin. <laughs> it's Mandarin. <laughs> some people think I was speaking Cantonese in that scene. Those people are morons. Seagal. I love how he can be such a cultured, uh, down-to-earth Buddhist spiritual man, but still just like be like, "Yeah, get your dick hard, bro." And he like didn't even do the gesture well. <laughs> well, we've established that he's got noodle arms. He's got problems with noodle arms. It's hard to do the fist-pounding boner gesture. I like when he tries to assimilate what other adult males do with each other. Yeah, this is how other adult males having, interact with each other, right? Having fun. Times. Locker room talk. It's just like such good friends with everyone. Everyone really loves me. You gotta grab her by the pussy. <laughs> uh oh, allergic to incense. This this is coming back. This has got to be a plot point coming back later. It's gotta be. Some classic urban humor there. Yeah. That was like a, a a Sean Wayne's delivering that. Oh, thing. you don't eat that. A little extra stink on it. What is this? Sean Wayne's, of course, was the DJ. On, uh, the oh, some gross out comedy here. I like what was this. it? I don't know. Something gross. The time. It's oh. the timing is is more important than yeah. what he actually put in his mouth. That's fair. Seagal having a good time with his great friends he down at the herb shop. People loved it. He knows everybody at the Catholic school. Everybody down at the herb shop. He gets around. 
It's raining a lot for being Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Eric's talking about his prayer beads. See, now we're trying to go to the same place. We just use a different technique. Except I don't want a bottle around my neck. That's because you lose your job if you do. Ooh. Even that radio's from the 80s. It's very weird how everything in this movie looks like it's from the 80s. It's like they bought everything at a police auction 10 years ago. Like, yeah, like, I'm... I want to say, like, did this movie, like, sit on the shelf for years? But no, because it's 1995 and he's starting to get fat. So it couldn't yeah. have been, like, it was shot five years earlier or anything. This was fucking shot in 1994. Or 96 this came out, so 95, yeah, it was shot in 95. They're just like, yeah, you can use everything we used on the set of Turner and Hooch. Busting open the warehouse, all this shit's about to go to the junkyard. Use it all for your movie, no problem. We don't even mind, not even a little. Uh-oh. We got some long-haired ne'er-do-wells. When I say a bunch of sorry-ass motherfuckers like you was more handed me. Now turn around, put your goddamn hands up on the car. Fuck, okay, my clippers go crazy up in here. Fuck you, pig, is the right response here. These guys were standing around. Cops rolled up and put guns in their faces. It's kind of like, you know, taking a screwdriver to a gunfight. And pig, that's an old phrase. They almost stop you from around here. Oh, snap. There we go. Look, now this is a police matter. Got nothing to do with you. Got nothing to do with white people. We were just trying to come over here and hassle these youths. <laughs> these Asian youths. We're not trying to hassle any white men in suits. No. We're just trying to push around these young youths. And tell me you love me. Now you see the way Seagal's always keeping his hands above his waist like that? That's a readied action pose so he can react. If they try to throw that bullshit punch at his face. Calm as fuck, though. He would have fucking snatched their arm or broke it. Trying to defuse the situation. What does that mean? It's just an expression. Do you want you? Yeah. Why? Because the pain is so. Can we get anybody who's seen a gym in their life as the bad guys in this movie? Is he just gonna be fighting pudgy middle-aged men this entire? Who's that homeless woman in the background? Who's that like Asian fucking Eddie Furlong? Twink next yeah, to he the... looks like a real dweeb. Yeah. Have a lot of cash, or we take plastic. Why is he fucking switchblade and a credit card? I did not see that coming. He just killed like four people with it. I thought this was famously like the movie where he played the character who refused to do any violence, and it kept causing problems on the set. Uh, he just murdered a bunch of people. Might be the next one. I don't know. That was very violent. Oh, classic oh. elbow bend. Broke that thing right way, all the way backwards. They're editing the shit out of this. His yeah. punches are not as fast as they were two years no. ago. No. They're relying on a lot of editing. They can't. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, hell fucking. yeah. Just another another man them. just straight murder. On a front loader. Yeah, here we go. He's going into the religious shit. Yeah. He kept wanting to rewrite scenes apparently because he's like, my character's a Buddhist. He can't do any violence. But then he just murders people through the whole thing. He killed a lot of people. 
then let me try. Please watch it. A little bit. Classic buddy cop comedy there. Yeah. You speak Russian, then he just beats it out of him. Come on. You were violent. I'm gonna be more violent. They're still playing out of breath. You don't see that often in movies. No, no. <laughs> they were they were really gassed. It wasn't all one take. Guys, uh, pissed. He's taking it to the chief. Yeah. Snitch. Listen, this guy said a lot about chicks and boners, but I think he might be some kind of fruit. Look at that necklace he wears. Don't cut the this kind of shit. Just work with the guy. Yeah, be a professional. Come on, Keenan. It's a nice 90s tie he's got on. Yeah, you look good. Look like they could him straight off an episode of Martin. Mmm. It's like something Tommy would have wore. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. All right, this is, ooh, back to the beginning and the serial killer vibes. Ooh. I wonder who those guys were they just beat the shit out of. They didn't seem to have anything to do with serial killers. Uh, yeah, we'll probably never find out. Also, what's this seven serial killer thing got to do with the crime boss whose son's crazy? Is this all going to intersect or not? Uh, probably not. Oh, we got a silenced pistola with a laser sight. Whoa! So he's dead. White guy got so it. So did the white lady. Yeah. They look like a nice couple. Mm-hmm. When's he gonna come in on some, like, people mid-bang or something? We gotta, we gotta right. throw some skin in this movie. He believes he's helping these people by turning them into martyrs. Only he can't get any satisfaction. So he keeps doing it. Getting bolder and bolder until he's either caught or killed. Alright, is he some sort of, like, uh... Psychologist cop because he just seems like a beat cop until this point. Now he's like an FBI guy who's like studied the uh, motivations of serial killers. Both of these guys. I mean, if Seagal was given that speech, I get it. Right. He'd be like, yeah, of course he knows. Two more bodies. Oh, shit. Two more bodies. Two more bodies. We're doing terrible jobs as policemen. We're not stopping any of this crime. It's almost as if police don't prevent crimes, they just respond to them. Yeah. Defund the police. Oh, good. He's got white investigation gloves that he's carrying in. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's character has changed clothes, so clearly we're, at a, we're in a different day now. Yeah. Seagal's. Just wears that outfit every day, I guess. Well, as it turns out. I think he, like, cleans it in the sink when he gets home and, like, maybe, like, throws it over a shower curtain or something. Uh, I think he's, like, one of them superstitious wrestlers who just keeps wearing it over and over again. That makes sense to me. This is my lucky smock. I don't care what it smells like. I'm not gonna wash it until we catch the killer. Can't break the streak. Oh, Jesus. Vishnu told me not to wear deodorant. They're all oh, crucified God. again. It's just oh, like the no. last one. Oh, but he left clothes on these ones. Loser. This is his wife, Helen. There are two children, but we haven't been able to locate them. Neil Roden. Squash that, huh? Are you all right, Jack? Uh-oh. Nah, he ain't all right. Is he insinuating Seagal's like a pussy or something? 
Seagal didn't like something he saw. You ever seen a crime scene before? What, you some kind of pussy? These mutilated bodies making your stomach turn? Fucking rookie? Go walk your beat. Pussy! A lot of extras in these police station scenes. Did a good job with them. Whoa, look at the pants on that mm. sergeant. Mm-hmm. It's about time. Let's run right away. Already did. It's This guy shows up in a lot of shit. He's always a good yeah. presence. He's the chief and last action hero. He's, uh, you know, we talked about him. He's the cop, uh, the yelling cop in a lot of things. You brothers still work intelligence, right? Yeah. Tell him to find out everything he can on Cole. Okay. Boss director. Ooh, he's got some suspicions about his partner. Intrigue. Somebody a dirty cop? Could be. When he shot, when he get their cars repaired, pictures developed, anything, no matter how small. From the dinner thing, we're getting copies of these blood paintings on the walls and this particular stack of crime scene photos. Send them out to every psych ward in prison throughout the United States. Could be a former patient. Good call. I I just think that, Gotta match up the finger paintings. So mm. Any prisoner, psychiatrist, or priest would definitely not forget it. All right, everybody knows what to do. Let's go. Now, is he using full-on that can of hair stuff that was around in the 90s at this point? Because it's not quite the, like, dripping black dye right now, but it's clearly, clearly fake shit going on up there. You know, if you ask some people like Tom Rock, they're going to tell you that's not real hair, but uh, he's made erroneous <laughs> allegations of people like uh, everybody's favorite bartender, Sam Malone. I, I don't know what to believe. Here we go. Ooh, yeah, yeah. What's up? Well, I have a new patient. They don't think she has a long time to live, so... So, yeah, there's no way he lives with a woman and wears the exact same outfit every single day. She would she would not stand for this. No, it's been another time. Yeah, they get pretty tired pretty quick. Same guy? Yeah. Oh, that's some good acting right there. Something about this case is really getting to him. Yeah, he's... He's killed her husband. Seven in this year. What? Whoa. That was his ex-wife pinned to the wall? Oh, Jesus. Why did he not tell any of the other police officers? Yeah, probably should have led with it's that. It's a weird thing to not yeah. disclose for no yeah. reason. Also, he's been on the force with these people for how long? Not one of them was yeah, like, oh shit, Jack, hey, that don't was your go in there. wife stapled to the fucking wall? I just went and told his kid, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Also, no way that chick leaves Steven Seagal for that fucking nerd she had pinned up on a wall yeah, next to her. There's no the way. Dumbest thing I've. Totally unbelievable. Okay, there's some incense burning. He's now got his meditation togs on. He does change his clothes every yeah. once in a while. This new one is kind of Bill Cosby Got some Cosby sweater yeah. fucking uh, going on that one. Yes, uh, I'd like you to tell Mr. Smith that Mr. Jones... What would you call this style of a uh, shirt? Is that just a full-on karate gi? I do believe he wears barongs. Barongs? Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds real. That sounds legit. Yeah. CIA coasters? What? They don't just hand those things out, man. Uh, Brian Cox looks great here. Raj, that's a that's a CIA coaster. Raj, that's a CIA coaster. <laughs> Mr. Jones, he's asking to see. Oh, beautiful shot. Look at the city yeah. in the background. Yeah, it doesn't look oh, fake at all. Not even a little. What would you like me to do? 
This movie just keeps moving. Yeah, there's a lot. I don't know what. A lot of different people playing a lot of different angles. Yeah. Still not really certain what the tone is here. (laughs) That's true. It's really challenging my ability to pay attention to plots. Yeah. Plot scenes. Yeah, no, I think you just keep moving with it. Yeah, I just I want to keep. Uh, it is it is Los Angeles. I've seen the word Los Angeles several times now. Uh huh. Makes no uh-huh. sense why we had so many rain scenes in the first opening of this movie. That Sarge is still wearing the same clothes from oh, yeah, two you, scenes ago. Those pants, you don't. Uh, <laughs> you, don't you don't miss those pants. Shot him on the rooftop one on one, and then was busted back and without sanction. Took off his rocket, extra ship. Oh, I was hoping they were getting some clown dogs, and this was going to exist in the Hardway u- uh, extended universe. Yeah, that would have been. If only. That would have been nice. Two coffees, extra sugar. Sickening. Ooh. We did a little digging. Turns out the number one fucking victim in our thing is your partner's ex-wife. It took police work for us to know that. Remember that woman murdered and strung to a wall? Yeah, he was married to her. And the truth and the life, no one comes to the father but by me. He's really not making too many friends. Still not telling anybody how deeply involved he is personally to this case. This is some Tony Scott shit right here. Fucking sunsetting. Yeah. You know they would have pulled me off the case. Yeah, well, you should have told me we're working together. But I didn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I guess so. Russian, just like you said. Any connection to the others? Nah. Whoa, look at that coat with them textured lines. Mm-hmm. Who did the costume designing on this? Fucking impeccable. Yeah. All the way. It's probably Steven Seagal, I would imagine. Yeah. At least he picked out his own shit for his character. Keenan, too. He wanted to make sure he looked good next to him. Listen, you just don't look hip enough. Let me pick out some clothes for you. I know it's cool. I know a kid's dressed like Keenan. You're gonna look great. Yeah, right. There's a puff of smoke coming from the grass, you know. What kind of bullshit you trying to run, man? Ooh. Who do you think you're talking to? I know he's been a cop. It's hard to tell you right now. Okay, so it's making some sense why he's a little bit shady. He's got some serious CIA shit going on. You don't have clearance, Keenan. This guy's been all over the world. Why do you think he speaks so many languages and has so many friends? Skull's hair looks real good from the back. Yeah. From the front, it looks okay, okay too. Yeah. It's pretty okay from the front. Does not look like spray paint on no. top of a bald head. Just real great hair. Okay, establishing shot. Uh, oh. Mm. This doesn't look like a strip club. I was, I was hoping maybe we were going to go into a strip club right now. This looks yeah. like some sort of lounge. Oh, God. Just wine and guys in suits. This is the opposite of a strip club. Yeah. Maybe there's a back room. The movie's not hitting the tone I was hoped so far. A lot of Frasier elements. Yeah. Why can't I go chasing classier bad guys? 
What does the Glimmer Man even mean? <laughs> Who is the Glimmer Man? Glimmer. Yeah, go ahead, come on. He just slapped a man unconscious. He certainly did. That wasn't even full extension on that slap no. either. That was a short slap, and he knocked him clean the fuck out. That's impressive. Yeah, there's the back room. You're a little joint manipulation. This guy knew who Seagal was, but didn't know that was coming. That, that doesn't Come seem on, smart. Man. That doesn't oh, seem smart. Oh, Brian Cox, former CIA director, looking like he's on the take these time these days. Whoa. You don't make fun of the man's beads. All right. He just slapped another man through a window. Who owns this restaurant? As you can see, some got some property damage. He's got some bills coming your way. Senator. This shit goes fucking all the way to the top, man. Whatever this shit is. All of it. That is the name you're using, huh, do you think There's Brian Cox wants everybody to forget that he did uh, one-on-one dialogue scenes with Steven Seagal at one point in his career? Someone should ask him. <laughs> Are you proud of the work you did in The Glimmer Man? Hey, Brian Cox, let me ask you. A career highlight for you? Seagal really crazy. <laughs> I feel like he'd level with you. He's uh, one of the greatest men I've ever met in my life. Ooh, it's a pro. He could tell that this is the pro doing it, Matt. Yeah, he knows. This pro is. It's because he's got a trained eye. He's People with trained eyes always know when it's a pro doing killings all this and movies. Checkered past. Ooh. There's a lot of mysteries getting built into this character. I'm digging it. Totally up on my past yet, but I know you are. Therefore, I'm sure you realize what I'm capable of doing to you if I have to. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, I do. Eat things and make a billy go puke. They're trying to outwhisper each other. They really are. Who can get breath here? Yeah, they could use John McClane in this scene too. <laughs> Let me give this. Let me give this egg roll a little sniff. No, didn't like it. it. That's not for me. Sniffed it. Seemed promising. Took a nibble. No thanks. This Chinese food's disgusting. Where's a hamburger? What kind of food do we got going on there? I'm not sure. I think there was just a. Pan fucking food from all cultures. Looked like it. <laughs> Who's this guy who thinks he can keep threatening Seagal after getting his ass kicked over and over again? I don't know. He's nothing more than like a Hank Azaria. He does have strong Hank Azaria energy. Ooh, he just got one. Listen, man, you ever kick my ass again? I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Quit kicking my ass. He did. He's going to beat up everybody in this restaurant now for no reason. Who are all these guys? Oh, man. They severely... Loving the continued fucking head bonking. There we go. Severely edit any time he has to fight somebody with legit martial arts. 
Oh, no, not the cappuccino machine. That thing looks expensive. Oh, way to sell that stunt, man. Like, still, just like they're all bald, short old men in this movie. Could. Well, Who's you know. Who's casting the goons? Uh, the person that's casting the, the goons. The one young and shaped guy looks like fucking Hank Azaria. Where are all our meaty fucking classic goons? Oh, he just dick grabbed fucking it, dude. Fucking awesome dick grab. Loved that shit. It's a whole wall. There's no reason for him to follow him behind the bar and just break more stuff. He's being egregious. You validate parking? Classic validate Ooh. parking joke. 90s, they were always talking about validate Answer the phone, do it. When I was a kid, I knew, didn't know what that meant at all. No, no, but you knew it's funny. Work. We're close for renovation, I'd say. Two months. He's getting to do a lot of comedy in this one. He is. Even though he's playing the straight man character. I'm very spiritual, but also I'm very violent. I'm next very to, serious, but also I'm hilarious. Next to the creators of one of the most, you know, quintessential <laughs> comedy series yeah, sure. of the 90s. The most accomplished uh, comedians of the 90s cinema and television. Uh-huh. He's doing none of the jokes. Give him all the Seagull. That's right. What? It's Steven Tobolowski. We just got a hot tip Time on the phone. Time to get his ass in this movie. One inmate who was constantly finger painting with blood, religious imagery. No thanks, I'm gonna go suck on some beer penis out there, right? They used to paint with poop, it's, uh, the inmates. Oh, there's deer penis that he put in his mouth earlier. Oh. So it stops him from sneezing when there's incense around. Okay. Especially the halos. Oh shit, it's the bitch from uh, People Under the Stairs and uh, fucking uh, David Lynch TV show, Twin Peaks. Oh. She's, she's crazy. Twin Tweaks, yeah. She's great. And then I try to draw on the student's inner life. It's about having them find the moment. A moment yeah, time out. This is a boring scene. We, we need a plot to get yeah. moving. We need you to cut to the chase. Christopher Maynard. Oh, we got a name. That was a nothing part, and she was still, like, putting some shit into it. I mm-hmm. like that actress. She tried. Hey, Francis. Scott, what's going on? You didn't hear? No, I didn't. We gotta make that a killer. Name and address. We're just waiting for the Keen Avery Wayne's talked to an art teacher, so everybody in the entire police station instantly became a buzz. Yeah, give me research. But listen, would you do me a favor and check and see if there's a Catholic church within a nine-block I don't know. It doesn't look like that painting's been done with blood, so it do- doesn't match up. I've seen this rudimentary child's painting of a church before. I know it quite well. Every one of these people looks like they could be a serial killer. Yeah. Once again, uh, introducing another bad guy, and he is Steven Tobolowski. <laughs> is he gonna fist fight fucking Seagal at some point in this movie? Is he bad? Is he the big? Or is he heavy? just misunderstood? Oh, I'm feeling misunderstood for sure. It's too early in the movie to meet our killer, our real killer yet. Yeah. Oh, man, look at this coat. 
I bet real creep, but just in sex pervert ways, not in like murderer ways. Yeah. He runs like Seagal does. All arm. Who's this Italian? Yeah, I don't know. That was a very dramatic reveal there. Thought he was gonna be somebody important. Well, this seems like we're already in like a violent showdown. Tobolowski's mm -hmm. in one scene. I thought he was like a bigger name. Yeah, I had the impression he was one of the bad guys, the main bad. There's too many characters in this movie, is what I'm telling you, Matt. Yeah. It's looking like... Really, like halfway through it, there's already way too many characters. I don't like to. Could I please speak with the priest? <laughs> I don't like the way you're whispering at me, man. Quit whispering like that. I know you don't want to hurt him. You're just talk in a normal voice. Come here, please. Say words normally. <laughs> He's the best hostage negotiator. For sure. All right, I just made you look like a moron. I said I was going to talk to the priest, and I didn't even want to. We can see who's the alpha here. Well, I just... You're just a cook. Yes. It's the closest church you're home. You're the new cop they brought in, right? The weird one with the beads and the clothes. I've heard about you. There's a lot of scuttlebutt going on. <laughs> The one who wears barongs to work every day. <laughs> you killed my ex-wife, don't you? How dare you, sir? I want you to know I didn't hurt her. You did. I only killed who I was told to kill. Who I had to kill. Okay, he's doing some killing. The Maybe they're I was manipulating him to so get him to kill targets, really and it's all still tied up into the CIA and organized crime? I gotta go. Listen to me. You stay. Listen to me. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. Oh, God. My last confession was six months ago. Christopher, please. You help me. You help me. This is weird. I know I seem like a spiritual presence, but I'm not a priest. I really just want to beat you up. I am certified in every other religion. Mostly Eastern stuff, though. It's very cool. Probably a lot of shit you never heard of. It's cool, though. Ah, oh, smoked him. Mm. One in the chest. Look at him, man. He didn't want to do that. Despite the fact that we've seen him kill six or seven people on screen, he doesn't murder. It's yeah. against his religion. He slashed all those people's throats with a credit card. They might have lived. That one guy impaled on the bulldozer. He didn't make it. Questionable. He's, he's questionable. Oh, okay. He's still good. I tried so hard not to let this happen. I'm such a good moral man. People tell me all the time. I hate violence. I'm so good at it. I just hate it, though. <laughs> Why am I cursed to being such a badass? Well, I just thought that, uh... We'll be home, make a final to church. She came to blow him away. No, sir, he came down on me and tried to tell me. I had no choice. No choice. 
priest told me to let him go. Said he was calm. Oh no. We'll never know, will we? We won't. These people are shooting themselves in the foot. They're hassling the best cop they got on the force. Right. They got any fucking chance of solving this case. They should make him chief is what they should do. Yeah, probably. He's You're already the chief of six or seven Indian tribes. Gotta be. He's gotta meet with internal affairs. How come he never tried to wear a headdress on screen? Uh, I haven't seen all of his movies. It's, That's fair. It's, it's, it's got to be one of them later ones. Oh, not so fast. We're sending for the pie. That fire down below, maybe. Who's the fucking internal affairs scumbag gonna be? By the time I was like seven years old, action movies had trained me to like fucking Can't hate trust internal AI. affairs. Like these fucking people, all they do or IA, is excuse me. fucking they get in the way. They make sure criminals go free. Yep. They hassle badass cops. Oh, it's, it's a woman. Oh, Figures. God. Some science nerd, too. Yes. Have you ever climbed Mount Everest? Yes. <laughs> He's telling the truth. <laughs> there might be more to this man's past than we understand. Look at that steely-eyed gaze. for seven years? Yes. Do you know how your fingerprints came to be at the crime scene? No. Are you withholding information pertinent to this investigation? No. Did you Did you say you're the world's foremost expert yes. at orally pleasuring women? Was it in self-defense? Yes. yes. 100% yes. No. Have you ever killed anyone? My ex-wife, that's not my fault. She had a nerve issue. Couldn't achieve orgasm through oral. It's a yes or no answer, Jack. Is it? Uh-oh. About to learn the fact that you're dealing with the smartest man in the room right now. He asks the questions. You ever been hooked to a polygraph before? Heroin experience. It's possible, but you'd have to have total control over your emotions. It looks like heavy, heavy materials for Los Angeles police work. Yeah. That's a winter suit. He's wearing a fucking winter suit. Is that the same bathroom that they shoot the end of uh, The Professional in? Hmm. Looks like something out of like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I could see Freddy terrorizing teens in there. Frank Devereaux seems to have the cops in his pocket. Uh, dirty cop. Only I knew who he was or what he wanted. Also, when does Seagal decide he's going to wear a tie? What's the rhyme and reason? Well, it's because he had to come in and do a meeting with Eternal Affairs. It was very official. I guess so. so. Give me your ID, give me your badge, and make sure we know where you are. You gotta meet with Internal Affairs tomorrow, and don't show up wearing any of that stupid hippie bullshit. Wear a real tie, Seagal. Oh, he just threw his badge in the urinal. <laughs> I was hoping he was gonna throw his prayer beads down, too. <laughs> like they were officially a part of this. Piss on you, Jesus, you hear me? <laughs> you can't help me. You've insulted me, you've insulted my god, Joe Boo. Remainder of the visit to New York for two weeks. Yep, give me some. for every minute. There's no way it's gonna be done the last two. 
All right, we're getting a lot of talking scenes in a row in this movie yeah. right now. This is... He's having a custody battle with his ex-wife. He wants to spend too much time with Too much mystery. Not enough elbows getting broken in half. The Marco killing started two months after he got assigned to homicide. He moves out here eight months ago. Exactly two months after that, the family man killing starts. This dirty, dirty chief's trying to pin the killings on fucking Seagal. He is. This guy's. Dirtiest chief I've ever seen in a movie, quite frankly. I don't care how nice his mustache looks. Just sick. Have we learned anything about Keenan Ivory Wayne's character yet? Bad news. Other than he doesn't want to be married. He's a cop. He's got an allergy to incense. Yeah. Deer dick helps him get over it. Is that the house from people under the stairs? Yes. Rose love. And we've just entered an entirely different movie again. Pretty much. Every 15 minutes, there's just a scene that's from a different film. Yeah. Who's walking up the stairs? Oh, it's a goal. Dramatic candles. Is this where a vampire lives? All right, Roslov, come out. Come out of your coffin. Steven Seagal, I haven't seen you since the 17th century. I've been a undead cop for a long time now. Ooh, fucking maybe second unit director John Woo on Ooh, this thing? To get wooey? He's just tossing birds around. This looks like the room where Charles Lee Ray uh, voodooed his soul into Chucky. Yeah. Those birds humping? Hey, my little bird fucking going on. Didn't know that kind of thing. You're not going to be able to beat up Steven Seagal with a stick? No. What do you think? You're some kind of glimmer man? Oh, he saw the oh. fucking Freddy Krueger him through a TV. Welcome to primetime, bitch. Oh, man. No, it's birds We're everywhere. Like peak John Woo right now. Never seen so many birds flying around. Come on, Seagull. Punch one out of the air. Picture of Ronald Reagan on the wall. I don't know. It's too distracted by the birds. They got parrots in there with pigeons? I don't know if this works. Ooh, we backed the camera away like three feet and actually got to see Seagal block three kicks. I'm very winded. I'll do that one time in this movie. Never ask me again. I'll let you know when I'm ready. I'll work it into the set. How did he know he stepped on something important? What's that? The sound of broken glass? I better investigate. Okay, here we go. We got some receipts. Also, he threw his... Some plane tickets. He threw his badge out. He's just breaking laws now, right? Breaking Mm, into places. I don't know how his CIA credentials, uh, how up to date they might be at this point. I think it's something was amiss. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. That glimmer man we've been seeing is bald goon, as it turns out. Just nothing to worry about. Halfway through the place. Interesting. Look at that man's 
paunch. His buggy whip arms. Yeah. His slight frame. How are we building these two up as any sort of threat to Steven Seagal? This is insane. Oh, we're like at a nice the, movie theater for sure. We're at the last action theater here. Or last action oh, hero right. theater. Okay, fucking Humphrey Bogart. We've established earlier we got a movie fan. Maybe were we in Keenan Ivory's office? I thought we were in Seagal's office with the Casablanca poster. Hard to say. He's probably just seeing the movie now because he saw the poster on Steven Seagal's office wall. He's like, must be a great movie. This guy's a genius. He's full on comedy crying. Once again, what movie are we in? Zod. What is the tone of this thing? You know who would fucking kill this scene right here? Damon. Well, I was going to say Martin Lawrence, but Damon would probably Ooh. be doing better too. Ooh, Martin Lawrence? And fucking Steve Seagal? I mean... That works today. That's dream, yeah, it's a dream team right there for sure. It's not too late. Oh, double feature with Philadelphia Story. It's not a bad day at the movies. Oh, Philadelphia? A movie about age? I don't know. I've been told that you're the one who's the killer. Yeah. Made sense to me when I heard all about it, too. I know the work of a pro. I love that knowing who's a pro has now become a legit plot line in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is the most I've ever seen a movie lean into knowing who's a pro. Now, Sonny Rostov, she was a translator. I mean, if Deborah did any business. So, yeah, Tabalowski, really a killer, but then they kind of just piggybacked off his killings to hide some other killings. Yeah. I'm following the plot here. I'm following the plot. Unfortunately, they weren't too pro because they didn't know they should have killed them in a way that made them look like they weren't a pro. Yeah. I think a pro would have known that, quite frankly. Pros, pros, no. What connects those one scenes in the movie to the other scenes? I don't know yet. We're not at that part of the movie yet. Mm. But my gut tells me you might be right. My boss told me that you're a killer, but my gut tells me you might be right. That's why I rushed out to watch a Humphrey Bogart movie to find out what you're really about. <laughs> you never seen Casablanca? You're asking me if I've ever seen Casablanca? You saw the poster in my office, bro. Me? Never seen Casablanca? Me, the most cultured man in the world? Come on. Wait, you were already at the fucking scene where she's leaving without Rick. I love that movie. You're going to be walking down the end credits. You can't go in and watch it now. So much when he's all like, play it again, Stu. <laughs> no way to anticipate. Uh, CIA guy's in with the crime guy. Who could have seen this no. coming? Also, crime boss in his indoor, like, at-home pool. Usually somebody dies in a scene like this. I feel like Brian Cox is going to... Wait, he's talking about Vietnam. Uh-oh. Program, call it. You handled a lot of uh, odd jobs. Eat things and make a billy go puke. Don't ask about things you don't really want to know. Ooh. Oh, it's Seagal who's the glimmer man, not the killer. Hmm. That's fucking cool as shit. 
I thought this was gonna be like a serial killer movie where he's hunting down the Glimmer Man. No, he is the fucking Glimmer Man. Hundred percent. That's a cool ass Vietnam War nickname. Made up his own assignments. Disappeared. Balloons. Ended up. It was like a Colonel Kurtz thing. Have you seen Apocalypse Now? <laughs> they say he was saved by a holy man. I'm gonna go skinny dip. Loving this backstory. When Rogue and Nam got saved by a holy man. So is Brian Cox just living at the crime boss's house now? <laughs> That's all like, I got to say Did he about borrow that. his swim trunks or did he bring his own swim trunks? He's got pairs he can rent. Japanese not threat. I beg to differ. He's already sealed to the shrink. The poor boy knows too much. Simple as that. Johnny will do for us. No, he's got to be offed. Scenes where crime bosses are in pools always end with somebody getting offed. Yeah. Two cops. You and boy. Three of you have to go. You can choose which three. Look how pale Brian Cox is in that water. You have to do it yourself. What? What's the point of throwing down good booze on the ground? Yeah. I thought he was going to smash the glass or something. That would have at least been like a cool little... That's Oh yeah, well fuck you gesture. Yeah. Then you're just angry at glass. Oh, that's kind of a cool shot. Is something going to happen on the roof here? Hell yeah! That was a very cool shot. Yeah, fucking guy jumped right into frame. So this is not the Glimmer Man. This is... Or is it? We don't know. No, Seagal's the Glimmer Man. He still could be this trying is, to kill him. This is just that little fucking noodle arm weenie. This is a different paunchy guy. Run, Keenan and Ivory Waynes. There's a 115-pound middle-aged man coming after you. February 16th, February 17th, and then straight to the 20th. Okay. Important number there. No calls on my brother Ted's birthday, the 18th. How many 976 numbers do you think are on that list? <laughs> oh, no. This looks like a scene from Scream. Yeah, pretty much. Keenan getting a uh, extended some, fight scene that was, that was here, some, huh? There's some stuntman bullshit going on there. Yeah. Oh, the TV exploded. We got a fire going in the apartment. Also, very nice apartment for a police salary. Yeah. Thinking this guy might be on the take. Now, he, how many Looking Casablanca like... posters does this man own? He fucking loves Casablanca, dude. This is all weird. What was that? Was that like a tribal mask or something? Oh, two movies in a row where gas oh, from the oven man. blows up a kitchen? It's amazing. How did we get so lucky? It's amazing you could remember that a whole week ago. <laughs> Way to retain. Well, you know, I've uh, maintained sobriety ever since uh, we did our last recording. It was hey, a little goal you. I set for myself. Yeah. I hit it. I fucking hit that goal. Proud of you. All right. seems like... I, I saw the gas line get severed like two minutes ago. The shit would have exploded yeah. right now. There's open flame everywhere. Uh-oh. Oh, now, now we're going to get there. booze is going up, but natural gas wasn't? No. 
No, you gotta lift up a card table. It's the only way to survive something like this, man. Oh, we got another apartment explosion. It's a really excellent running away from a explosion scene right there. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Stuckman's belly got caught on fire as he was jumping out that fucking window. Ugh. <laughs> Some comic shit with that plank hitting him at the last minute. That was fun. Some tragedy with his, uh, I'm sure, rare vintage Casablanca poster getting burned up. Yeah, like they probably didn't print one up and burn it. They probably just burned an original that was worth a lot of money. Probably had a lot of just like film stock in that apartment. Just Casablanca, just copies of it. It all went up real quick. I had seven cans of it. That's why the whole place exploded. It Casablanca on 70 millimeter in there. I just want to, to remind you, Steven Seagal has a wife in this movie. Mm -hmm. We've seen her twice now. She's done nothing. We have a warrant for your arrest. Maybe she'll do something in this movie? Yeah, there are two things. No, that's perfectly all right. Right now. He's going in with the feds. Is he holding the umbrella with the he's guy? He's definitely holding the umbrella with the guy. That's a weird move. He just shot her quite the look there, man. He was... I don't know what he was trying to convey there, because his look to me said, who are those people? Yeah. But it was your family. They're like, why... You were looking at your family as you were taken you away from them. Me? In custody, but not in handcuffs. It's still raining. Look, we'd put you in handcuffs, but, uh... I don't want to hold my own umbrella. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, rainiest fucking... Uh, making excuses for why this movie was not actually shot in L.A. Oh. Matt, that's not a special forces tattoo. Nah. What, what's that's that tattoo supposed to be? Central intelligence. That's a lot of bullets. He's got a CIA beer koozie. He just beat a man with a gun. <laughs> bloodied. Just bloodied the fuck out of that man with the butt of a gun. My close personal relationship with the Buddha, the Buddha. means that I cannot shoot anyone with a gun. But I can beat the fuck out your face. Beating their face in till it's fractured in hundreds of places. Totally allowed. Still just cracking those guys on the skull. No need to. Car's completely out of control. You just lost your sense of smell because of how many times I punched your brain. Ooh, he's got some mala wrapped around his wrist, too. This guy's yeah. beaded from head to toe. Maybe he's got a belly ring. Oh, watch out now. Damn, Whoa. that was a high-speed car flip. Everybody in that car is dead as a motherfucker. No, he's still fighting upside down. Car's moving. That was sweet. Love that he fucking skated that thing into a fucking tanker. Good God. <laughs> that was some over-the-top shit. Look at that fucking mushroom cloud. That was a lot of our, what, $45 million budget? Oh, that was... He was pulling off some Captain America physicality. There's the right run. 
A lot of people argue, him or Tom Cruise, who's the best runner in the action game? Mm. It's, it's neck and neck from what I can see. It's yeah. hard to say. You got you too, huh? <laughs> I bought all this shit after the riots. Means we're close, man, we're close. Not look like I give a shit. You better give a shit, because ain't gonna stop till he gets both. Listen, I am not concerned with the stakes of the story of this film. Does this say deer ammer? Hey, man, give me, give me that. He's eating deer dick all the time now. There's a whole case on here. Just stay out my shit. Can I just take this moment to tell you how moved I am deeply? Yeah, well, that makes one of us. I found something on your ex-wife. Both of them have been near murdered and exploded. But there's always time for a little ribbon. A little deer Good natured ball busting. You got a number or something? Hey, could I take those CDs? They look like I could still use them. Is that a legitimate request? That didn't sound like a joke. I think he just wants his CD collection. I'm always looking for new tunes. Hey, I see that you've got a lot of nice rigatone. Somebody really scouted out locations for this movie. Hey, a lot of nice architecture going on. What's this music all of a sudden? It's like vaguely Seinfeldian. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's another Deadwood alumni. Detective Campbell, Los Angeles Police Department. I'd like to ask you some questions about some phone calls you may have made to a Dr. Dunleavy. You look like you just came from a riot. He plays with that fat prostitute's titty while he's in the tub. Nice roll. Okay, now we gotta talk to the daughter. Yeah. You know me, put my boyfriend through a window. Yeah. Ah. I thought she came back. window. I remember now. You're Johnny Depp's girlfriend, aren't you? So? So, um, I was just wondering... Okay, I was misinformed. They said that it was his stepson. No, this is Johnny Devereaux's son's girlfriend. Yeah, well, it wasn't me. I don't need a shrink. Jesus, she's got big boobs. I knew him, but I didn't call him. I wonder who did. Listen. Johnny did. Just tell us what we need to know. It's getting too complicated. People are checking out right now. We've turned this into too much something. And there ain't enough nothing. I want you to tell me right now why Johnny was making phone calls from this room. Tell me who I got to fight in the third act. Why? His stepfather. Johnny knew some bad things he was doing. You wouldn't have to know where we would find this boy, would you? Oh, Johnny's dead. put him away. And Our Lady of Angels. You killed him when you tackled him 20 feet <laughs> through an alleyway to another window. There was a gigantic pane of glass that punctured his lung and he bled out on the floor. You don't remember that? <laughs> that high school boy died under your massive, massive 315-pound frame. Okay, this Our Lady of Peace place kind of just looks like his dad's uh, tricked-out mansion that he lives in. Yeah. 
Plus, I think that one nun was just Tobin Bell from the Saw series. Johnny. He knows too much. I think he's gonna find a little bit more than he bargained for. Oh, oh wow. shit! Shot him right in the head immediately. <laughs> wow! You wanna grab that guy and arrest him or something? No, no questions asked. Listen, it is against my religion. I want to remind yeah, you. I am not allowed to do violence. We know, we know. It's all right. All right, everybody, just relax. Police. Hey, you know you're still not allowed to kill people in cold blood even though you're a police officer, right? Ah, no, we had to. She knew that my, my father was smuggling in some bad shit from Russia. And I found out about it. Russian shit. Like that Kozlov name or whatever we saw earlier. It's mm. all coming together. Donald killed him and his wife and made it look like the serial killer did it. Who was helping him? They couldn't have, like, shelled out and got a uh, Seth Green to play this role or something? That would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. Give us a little something. Well, who's, who's Smith? I am about to find out. Yeah, who's Smith? Take this boy Is that Brian Cox? Gotta be. So the Rand Corporation, they're working with the reverse vampires and mm-hmm. the Russians. Mm-hmm. See you later, Joe. In order to create a fake serial killer. Hold the umbrella with him. It's not even raining. It's just foggy. You sure we didn't uh, think this movie was set in uh, San Francisco when we started making it? Why do we keep putting all this rain and fog in all the scenes? Well, you know, in most states in this country, kidnapping is still a little more. I know we don't even do it anymore. Do me a favor, spare me the drama. Tell me a story. What's Demos calling? Tell me a story and whisper your way all the way through it. Oh. Shooting everybody, that's what he does. I'm just adhering to the laws of the Buddha in a life of peace, coexistence, my fellow creatures of the earth. Ooh. Nah, I'm the guy that shoots people. Put your gun away. Kill me if you like, son of a bitch. I still have no idea what you're talking about. Now, Jack, 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 I know we had some harsh words in the past. I think he's, like, doing a southern accent a little bit, but he's, like, whispering too yeah. much so you can't full-on hear it. I think he's trying to He's not like, confident in it. So I'm like, oh, some bayou stuff. I grew up on a plantation. Jack, Jack, no, Jack. Oh, he's giving him all the crucifixion wounds right now. That's what he's doing. Stigmata. We got so much fucking Jesus imagery in this thing. Been 
been doing a lot of L.A. shit in this movie, and we've not had a chase down in the aqueducts yet. That's fair. It's about time for that shit. So we're a young man today. Just won't go that extra mile. We got cars posted up here. Could turn into one. Let's get down on those fucking aqueducts. Looks like his fucking hairline is photoshopped. It's like somebody yeah. took the blur feature of Photoshop and just edged it around that hairline. Yeah. Serbian fiddle fights? What did he say? No idea. You work for the government. Why would you of all people help them? Why? To get rich, son. To get rich. Why else? You got that? Yeah. I got that. Well, aren't you the grown-up spy? What do you want? I want you and your friends to leave me alone and forget that I exist. I already have. You're just gonna let him go? It's changed. She's a nice guy. Gentlemen, believe us not, forget it. A little matter of the ambulance. Listen, I only shot you on one foot. I'll go to the hospital. That's a pretty good line. But still, I think it's a bad idea just to let this guy go. <laughs> yeah, he seemed pretty integral to everything. Also, still can warn all the bad guys that you're coming for him. Memory is over. Sunny and dry weather for tomorrow and really for the entire five-day period. Why do they just keep hitting this it's weirdly rainy in Los Angeles thing? Devil is smuggling chemical weapons in from Russia. The deal is being broken by the Russian mafia. Who is this? So, how's that asshole? I know you're friends with everyone from the postman to the president, but none of these folks are going to touch you with a ten-foot pole when this shit gets out. I knew you were an asshole when I called you an asshole before you did anything assholeish. Yeah. I'm always right. Looks like I got something you want. You're the main asshole. Asshole. Donald. Donald's a true man, isn't he? None of the I want him, not you. I want you to deliver him to me with a nice little bow and murder weapon. I'll take it from there. You take the tape. My name gets clean. Your name stays clean. Everybody's happy. How's that? Done. Why don't you meet me tomorrow? I'm doing a little business at a place called the Ovington Arms downtown. Bob and D14. Would 10 o'clock be good for you? I'm just worried that this isn't all leading to a big action explosion, Matt. <laughs> it just seems like a lot of shady dealings are going to happen. Yeah. At this point, I don't even know who we get in a final gunfight with. He's only got to kick that guy in the face once for a One time! Young warriors used to like to fight head on. And then who's Keenan Ivory Wayne's gonna fight? We haven't even yeah, set up like dueling people that both of those somebody. guys gotta have gotta fight. Have these guys seen a buddy cop movie? No. Yeah. That was a trigger man. I'm listening. I want him, not you. Want you to deliver him to me with a nice little bow and murder weapon. I'll take it from there. Wow. He's going to play these guys against each other. My name gets clean. Your name stays clean. Everybody's happy. How's that? Done. Ooh. There's some classic police work right here. 
All right, this is like some epic music, but I don't know what it's building to. The uh, action. <laughs> All right, suspenders guy's looking pretty cool now. Yeah. Main bad guy ditched the tie. He's got like a barong type thing his own. <laughs> All right, why are we slow-mo looking at the guy working at the counter? What's he have to do with anything? A lot of time we're spent establishing who works at the counter of this place. Hey, Steven Seagal, it's your old friend, Benny. I just saw some real weird stuff happening <laughs> in my flea bag motel. You're already on the third floor. They're coming your way. too lazy to keep a lookout. I'm gonna need you to call me. Cool vest on that front guy. Yeah, I'll take the lead. I got the leather vest. <laughs> it only makes sense. Oh, we got some meathead extras here. Some younger guys. Looks like something Coming could happen. Rear here. Hopefully that's a bag full of guns. Really, just look like a bunch of drunk dads you get in a fight with it, like a golf course bar. Yeah. What the hell is going on, Don? You tell me. Smiling in your face. Time to try to take your place. Backstabbers. I don't know what you're talking about. You'll never get out of here. Bad guy's just gonna take each other out right now, and Seagal's not even gonna be involved in the end of the movie? What the fuck? Positively Shakespearean. I consider it Reservoir Doggian, but yeah, maybe Shakespearean. That's your point of reference. Keenan Ivory Wayne's like afraid of violence now. Is that part of his character that we haven't established? Like, he's pretty pro-violence earlier. Yeah. What a nothing character he's playing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Opposite Seagal, you're gonna get eaten alive. Yeah, Seagal's all compassing. Oh, that was a lot of blood. Did I see He's Seagal so quick. Get shot in the arm and not blink. Like He's so quick he pulled that oven down to stop the bullets <laughs> down. Pretty sure I saw a squib explode in his arm. Getting a lot of blood here. Yeah, this is some violent ass shootout shit. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Why are you like signaling? tactical reloads <laughs> to the bad guys. I read that uh, actually when they're training people in SWAT, they uh -huh. uh, show them this scene with Seagal's work here. That makes let sense. Let them know how to uh, handle weapons. Let the, let the bad guys know when you're officially out. I'm reloading. Also, like, 
Keenan Ivory Waynes was shooting the entire time? Did his bullets hit anybody? <laughs> it seemed like they were all just Seagulls. I don't know. His shirt got tore up somehow. <laughs> He was standing next to the oven when Seagal flipped it. Mm. I think there's also bullet holes in the front of his shirt. Yep, there's definitely bullet holes in his shirt. Wow, that's his old Casablanca. He's been shot a bunch of times. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Unrealistic. Any real cop would have shot the shit out of these little kids. Carl Winslow would have murdered I both of them. I shot a kid. See the motor mouth like a comedy sidekick now? That's not what he's been up to this no. point. Who is this man? Kanan, baby. H-12 looks pretty suspicious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's thinking the same thing. H-12? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. What are they looking for? Who got away? The Russians? I don't know. still have no idea what this movie's about. Oh, yeah. This movie's not going to be about anything, Matt. We're way too close to the end for them to turn it around and have it be about something. No! Oh, no! Keenan got shot out the window! <laughs> what? There's some nice stunt work there. At first. Well, this looks great. Gold just found a rope to rappel with. Absolutely, he did. In like five seconds and got it all set up. Hang on. This is called the carabiner. <laughs> I'm going to keep you alive. Are you ready? I've stashed one on every rooftop in Los Angeles just in case I end up here. I also clean windows. Like, just fucking. Take that scene, juxtapose it with the ended Die Hard, like the frantic him having to find like the fire hose and tie it and looking yeah. around panicked. It's just like, no, we'll just have him have a whole winch and pulley and rope thing yeah. senselessly for no reason up there. And then he'll just... He just went right back to it. He looked like me doing that repelling on the fucking adventure spree oh, wow. at the Mexican resort we went to. Oh, wow. You think he looked that cool? I don't know. Almost. He didn't He didn't look as in good a shape as I did. So Suspender's goon is still alive. Did Shawshank fucking warden die and all that? Like, I don't even too many know. people got blown away all in one scene. Is this the only guy left? Oh, yeah. Is this the didn't last he bad kill? guy in the movie? Didn't he kill? I think so. The other bad guy? He is. All the time. You're not gonna have to hear it anymore. I'm gonna take care of you like I took care of your ex-wife. 
can we get some sort of credentials on this guy? Like, yeah, you couldn't have gotten the guy from the mummy. <laughs> like, oh, this is my sidekick. He fucking did all this crazy shit in Vietnam. He's an ultra badass. Wait, no, he's just a ball guy in suspenders. There's Seagal's gonna beat the living shit out of right now. Yeah, he just ate like a six piece from Seagal. <laughs> And there's not even, like, anything left that could, like, bad that could happen in this movie. Like, the deal with the Russians isn't going to go down because everybody's dead. Seagal definitely sure wrote this monologue. Yeah. I woke up happy. I'm going to bed happy. I'm going to put a little meaning into the movie. I want people to be thinking when they leave the theater. What's my character up to next? Alright, this guy's doing pretty good fighting Seagal, but at no point previous this in the movie did we establish that he's a martial artist. No. Or, or a badass of any sort. Or, and or, he certainly or, doesn't look the part. Or anything. You're a fake glimmer man. I'm a real glimmer man. You think you dress up? Kill people when they're sleeping? That's not what glimmer man does. Well, it was what the glimmer man did, but still no glimmer man. Not anymore. I was doing that in Vietnam. It was all sanctioned by the US For government. Reasons. You're doing freelance glimmer manning, which is totally frowned upon. Do you even got a glimmer card? Oh! Boy? He's like 50. No, 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 no. He's honorary black. He threw it as a boy. Oh, it I was see. a boy. Meanwhile, Keenan Ivory Wayne's. Where's he at? Hmm. Not as black as Seagal. He just got punched in the nose. Got in a choke fight, thing, man. and then casually threw that man out a window. Fucking ate that punch, no problem. You don't look like you're gonna be waking up happy now. It's the most blood I've ever seen him bleed. Also, is that guy dead? Because that's like the least violent thing that's happened to somebody. Oh, okay, oh no, that's pretty violent. Definitely dead. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Too. That's pretty sweet. Legs swaying. That's fun. That helped. Seriously, you ever remember seeing Seagal bleed that much of his no, own blood? Yeah. He really got his ass kicked there. Even like the knife fight with Tommy Lee Jones at the end of Under Siege. His take face that much punishment. never bleeds like that. Huh. Interesting. I don't like him showing all this vulnerability. No yeah, wonder, I don't know. No wonder his career was downhill after this one. That guy's a good guy after all? Yeah, he was just a moron, as it turns mm. out. Not dirty. He's so bad at his job, it seemed like he had to have been uh, under the employ of the bad guys, but just a just a terrible police officer. That's just really guessing thing. Sorry, Stagall. How about we not talk for a couple of days? Someone said this firefighter extra putting random pieces of tape <laughs> that are doing shit. Yeah. 
Not one good thing has happened since I've met you. Yeah, but you got to drop out of dear penis. That should count for something. Don't call me, Jack. Don't leave me a message. Don't fax me. If I see it, it's a good point. It's a buddy cop movie where they did not become friends no. or partners or earn any sort of respect for each other <laughs> whatsoever by the end of the movie. They are parting as enemies. Oh, what a great ending. <laughs> Ooh, is this a Seagal blues song Hopefully. we're listening to right now? This got to be a Seagal song. Yeah. This sounds like, like his fucking vocal. He's 95, man. 96. He's done he's enough got movies. That he's like, let me show you something. Been working on with the fellas. George Couts played Ghetto Kid. Bibby Osterwald. Bibby. I can't wait till we get to the music. Albert Wong was Mr. Lee. Oh, Fritz Coleman. That was really Fritz Coleman playing himself. Huh. Who's Fritz Coleman? He was the one playing Fritz Coleman in the movie. Oh, okay. Famously. Billy Hank Hooker is a pretty good name. That ain't the worst. I feel like the credits are pretty much over now. There's like some serious, like, could there be that many black more? ladies backing vocals on this? Grizzled, growly lead vocals. This has got to be a fucking blues song. There's no Coming way. Coming straight out of Steven Seagal. No way it ain't. Sonny Filippini. You got to face the truth? What yeah, are we saying? I don't know. I would like them to use the word glimmer man in the song. Sometimes you're gonna see the glimmer man coming downtown. Something like that. If that's not a song yet, we should write it after we're done recording this podcast. I don't see why not. It'd be a big hit for sure. Ding, bing, 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 bing. Some ambient sound in the background. Pow, 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 pow. Wow. Yeah. Picked up on the uh, mics right there, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. Some excellent oh, that's Sean. Nice. Right there. I'll tell you that much right there. That's Seagal playing. Got it. Fucking shredding, man. <laughs> Mo Henry. Main titles is nice. Snake. Snake. Written by Steven Seagal. Uh, Bulletproof. Written by Steven Seagal. And as time goes by, because we got that footage from Casablanca. Oh, <laughs> so it's Bulletproof. Written by. Do you see who it was performed by? Oh, no. I just saw it was Steven Seagal. This is Bulletproof, uh-huh. written by Steven Seagal, sure, yeah. performed by the motherfucking Jeff Healy band. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. The fucking house band from fucking Roadhouse. Wow. That's so, a yeah. good get. He was just like, you know, I like that movie Roadhouse. Uh, Jeff. It really turned me on to blues music. I spent the last six years... Studying the art of blues music, I've mastered it. I think you're a really good blues guy, but here's how to I've really write a blues you. song. I'm going to write you a real hit. We're going to get your career off the ground. It's going to be nice for you. Don't worry. This, uh, whatever this uh, still is, popped up for this real world. Oh, that's world Sharon that you've been from episode f- or season four of Real World, oh, Real okay. World London. 
I thought it was a still from that I ain't got no panties on video. Oh no, that we, we used can to watch like to watch BET uncut videos yeah. after this though. But that was uh, a good video. We're gonna take a break now that we're done watching the film, and when we come back, the Glimmer Man will enter Judgment Day. The greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump. It feels fantastic. It's as satisfying to me as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. And so can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm in heaven. They lay dormant for years, waiting for the chance to appear once again. Now, they're back, and they'll find you no matter where you try to hide. a team of dedicated professionals can stop them. We need someone, an expert, to eliminate these creatures, to go graboid hunting. This time, they're prepared. Preparing to fire. You smoked his ass. Doing what I can with what I got. This time, they're motivated. 50,000 for each graboid. You've got a deal. This time, they're one step ahead. Get off the ground! There's only one problem. This time, the worms have turned. Something's wrong with our worm, Earl. It's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new goddamn ball game. The worms changed somehow. Now we've got these things. I am completely out of ammo. They wrecked your car. The radio tower. How can they be so smart? We're like sitting ducks here. Come get me, you suckers. You hungry? If I can just get to your truck, I can grab some bombs. Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Starring Fred Ward, Michael Gross, Christopher Garton, and Helen Shaver. Damn worms never cut you any slack. I'm still reeling over that Jeff Healy band playing some Steven Seagal originals. Yeah, it was an experience. I wonder if uh, mm. they got that they got that on one of the streaming services. I like to make a playlist, I think. I'm hoping so. so I think it's time I finally get like a Seagal playlist going. Like a, yeah. I don't know, maybe like some reggae shit for when I'm hanging out in the backyard. Yeah. Some of his blues stuff for when I'm like working out, you know? Yeah. Something to get me fucking jazzed up. When you got a fucking break an arm on somebody. Maybe he's one of these holdouts though where he's just like, uh, I'm, <sighs> I don't want my music to be on Spotify. I'm protesting. Because they they have the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh no, this guy hangs out with fucking Vladimir Putin. He's oh, he's not, he's, he's no Neil yeah. Young type. What am I talking yeah, about? That's fair. Maybe he's only on like Russian streaming services. It could it's be the only way you can get his music online. On cripple cripple music. <laughs> oh, man, I've got a VPN, so uh, you can you can listen to Kreppel even if you're in the U.S. I'll, oh, that's I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with that. That'll stuff be nice. Get that, I'm looking forward to that, that going. Matt, Judgment Day is where we go out yeah. to the internet and we see what the people 
had to say about the movie that we just, in this case, watched in fucking real time and the one we just experienced. Uh, this is going to be an extra special Judgment Day because usually we have our final judgments prepared yeah. and we just pretend like we're listening to these people. We just came out of this movie fresh. Like, we're having to put together our final thoughts and our judges right now. Yeah, so I'm reeling. I'm reeling This here. is really going to be a chance for their, for them to sway us out here. These these online, regular yokels, fucking what they have to say. Yeah, I need some well-made points. So, uh, I, think, I think I got some points together. Okay. Had to do it without having seen this movie, so I'm just going to assume all these people were right on. It, yeah. it seemed like it was when I was looking through this shit. Uh, I'll tell you right now, this first one Ninja Star review... It's from an IMDb user named Anaconda four zero six five eight. So think I stick right here. That's, yeah, that's, that sounds like somebody who's not serious to you. It sounds like somebody who's serious to me. Fucking, we can trust Anaconda four zero six five eight. Hey, remember how great John Voight was in that movie the other night when we were watching it at the bar? Yeah, remember how uh, comfy his uh, his wardrobe? He was basically uh, wearing Keenan Ivory's uh, exploded post bomb shirt yeah. during the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Everybody else had like real jungle togs on. He was just like, no, I'm just wearing my jammies. Yeah. <laughs> into the movie. But yeah, a lot of he, personality. A everything lot of personality in that he thing. got everything from Walmart and Kmart. Yeah, he's not going to break the bank. It's no. Anaconda. Come on. Okay, this Anaconda says, "Pointless bag of trash that uses creative expressions of violence as entertainment." One particular gruesome scene regards someone's throat being slashed with a credit card. Yeah, it was a credit card that had a hidden uh, razor blade inside. Right. It. Yeah. That is about the height of creativity in this piece of shit. But they, they spelled shit with a star instead of the I, so no. they didn't actually say shit. No, no curse. I, I don't curse in my reviews. It is against my religion. Oh. Steven Seagal stars as a bead-wearing Buddhist cop called the Glimmer Man. And Keenan Ivory Waynes is his partner. They investigate murders where victims are hung upside down in crucifix fashion. Well, not upside down when they're crucified. No, they weren't right at side all. Up. I guess posters are not a decent enough decorating tip. That's oh. pretty funny. Okay. Seagal is relieved of his badge when his ex-wife and boyfriend are murdered. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like how that was worded. He does not have a boyfriend. Yeah. Ex-wife and her boyfriend are murdered yeah. right there. This, let's get it fucking straight right now. Yeah. He's all hetero. Fucking see him when he was doing that boner thing with his fist in the movie? Yeah. Fucking, you could tell. That wasn't going in a man's butt. No, he was... Clearly adding her course with a lady. Waynes gets back together with him after he is nearly torched in his apartment. Director John Gray does his best, but Seagal is embarrassing. He should take those beads door-to-door selling arts and crafts. Wow. He spends the whole film fighting with bad guys and inventing methods of killing people. Waynes, Michelle Johnson, and Brian Cox will forget them. Yeah, I, I did. I literally forgot yeah. that Michelle Johnson was his wife in that movie, and that he had a family at all. I, yeah, his family never comes I, back I, in the movie whatsoever. When you br- when you said that, I was it's like, insane. "Who the fuck's Michelle Johnson?" How at no point did his family get like taken by the fucking bad guys or whatever? Yeah. Then he had to like save them. Something with any sort of stakes or like built-in personal fucking connections. It's so weird because he's played such you know family-centered people yeah, like absolutely. in Above the Law and Out for he Justice. Did a great you job. know, hard to kill. Or hard he did to kill. Yeah, for yeah, his yeah. Son. Motherfucker! Waynes is the standard, unlikely partner that we have seen in countless other action films, even though few are as stupid as this one. Oh. What this film needs is to be placed on a slab of concrete and bashed repeatedly with a sledgehammer. Hmm. 
It is about as exciting as watching your neighbor's vacation slides. Wow. What ninja star from my NV user, Anaconda40658, who's got an acid tongue, Matt. He didn't like it. No, not at all. Somebody else who wasn't a fan of this one. This is a letterboxed user named Ronnie Gardaki. That's a name. I think I chose it just because I really like the name Ronnie Gardaki. Uh, I mean, I, I want to know. Who said, there's a lot of deer penis in this movie. One ninja star. All right. I hadn't seen the movie yet, so I didn't know what that meant. And I Checks was like, out, though. That's, that's an interesting criticism. Let's see, let's see what that means. I don't know. He had a case of it. I uh, got a couple five Ninja Star reviews. If I'm not Seems mistaken, like this first one is from somebody who I think's reviews I've read before. Mm. I think this is a reoccurring person. I got a five Ninja Star review from an IMDb user named The Movie Nutball. Okay. Pretty sure I've come across the movie Nutball before, but uh, <clears throat> it seems like a pretty hefty review. So this is oh, what they have to say. Professional mercy. reviewer, the movie Nutball. You know him. You know him and love him. Oh, from the nutball.org. Mm-hmm. In this comment, I wanted to say that I just love the feel of this movie. Oh, Which okay. one? <laughs> like 10 of them. Yeah. How it starts with the WB logo and that awesome music playing. Mm. We might have just did the watch along with this. We made a big deal about that. Could have. The score is tremendous. It is. The movie is perfect, in my opinion. I love the direction and editing. The action is very paced. And the movie (sighs) is as well. It goes by so fast because of the uniqueness it delivers. This, Uh, I feel, is Steven Seagal's best film. With his good acting and the emotion he shows during the scenes where he goes to his deceased wife's house and when he is in the church. What also makes this movie good is the villain play by John M. Jackson. Wow. He is very colorful. <laughs> also, the appearances by Michelle Johnson, Bob Gunton, Brian Cox, yeah, they're all Richard Gant, Stephen Tobolowsky, Peter Jason, Ryan Katrona, okay. and Dennis Cochran. Oh! Awesome music by Trevor Rabin, too. I really love The Glimmer Man. It has many exciting fights and just very good moments. Okay. In my opinion, uh-huh. I think it one of, if not the best movies around. That's all I can explain about it. I love Seagal and the Glimmer, Glimmer Man. Seems like the end of the review, but then we get oh, movie nutball's note. Note. A little addendum. This okay. is his note. I was about to ham, but hold on. If you are a big Steven Seagal fan like me, then I strongly recommend you to check out these other great movies. All right. Above the Law. Mm. Hard to Kill. Yep. Marked for Death. Yep. Out for Justice. Okay. Under Siege. All his movies. On Deadly Ground. Uh huh. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. All his movies. Fire Down Below. Okay. The Patriot. Yeah. Ticker. The Foreigner. The Patriots with Mel Gibson. Out for a Kill. Belly of the Beast. And Into the Sun. That's, Five Ninja Stars. So I'm going to be user Movie Duck Ball. That's, that's pretty much all his movies, right? If you are a big Steven Seagal fan like Check him, out all of his watch movies. Steven Seagal's movies. It's, it's, a good, it's a good note. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I think it's a good note. I was going to ham him, but yeah, he, yeah. he really drove I, home I'm a, gonna, this guy a seems solid to know what he's point at about. the end there. I'm going to assume Seagal's also in a different movie called The Patriot that's probably straight to video and from 2014. And also has Heath Ledger. It probably also has Heath Ledger, I would assume. Those guys, they had to have worked together at some point, right? You're not my son! Uh, last, coming up uh, at the end here, final five Ninja Star review. This one is from an IMDb user named 
Ten Huckster. Oh. Ten Huckster. Ten Huckster? Yeah, T-E-N-N, two N's. Oh, Tennessee. Huckster. Tennessee Huckster. That's kind of what I was thinking, maybe. Yeah, gotta be. Who says, I believe this entire film has been devoured into something more Mm -hmm. than what it really is. Okay. You cannot sit there and tell me that this movie has no basis. Well, it didn't. So what if Mr. Seagal has the practice of Buddhism, or how the hell ever you spell it? (laughs) When it's time for self-defense, he kicks total ass. Yeah. In all of his movies, he has portrayed nothing more than the proper defense against the enemy when necessary. How many of you tightwads have had the privilege of being a movie star when he was? Yeah. Or before that, or after that? Anyone should be anytime as fortunate. I enjoy his films. Always have, always will. Good night and goodbye. Five Ninja Stars from IMDb user Ten Huckster. None of that made any sense. Yeah, it was pure gibberish, Matt. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know if maybe you knew what he was talking about. I was, I was worried. I was like, did I forget how to read? It doesn't seem like anything I'm saying is making any sense right now. That's like Ouch. when Ouch. I'm like Ouch, uh, got the big ham. blind drunk and just whatever late at night. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it a thousand times. And you're just like trying to look at your phone and like you're, you're reading shit on your phone. And you're like, did I have a stroke? Mm-hmm. None of those words made any sense. It's time for me to hang it Why up. I was I like texting my third grade teacher? Ugh. She still got it, Matt. What do you got? Uh, you've 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 heard what the world has to say. Oh, Mrs. Banaka. We've sat here. We've watched the movie. We've ate some pretzels. She used to. She'd lose pencils she, up in her beehive. Was she the heiress to the Banaka breath mint fortune? She was not. Oh, she was just a she mean did. old battle axe that would lose pencils in her hair. To hear it. Yeah, there must have been a lot of hair. Yeah, she picked up this girl's desk with one arm and just shook it out all the garbage that sounds like she's got some steven seagal strength yeah, going on it was impressive nate i don't really know what we just watched oh yeah i don't know what we just saw didn't feel like a real movie i don't think so never really came together as a real movie no like and that was a real movie and, like, he did more significant movies after that. Yeah. But that felt like we skipped, like, straight to the straight to it DVD really did. stuff. That had a lot of straight to DVD energy. And why was all the aesthetics 1985 instead of 1996? I don't get it. Where'd they get all those boxy cars? I can tell you this much. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to talk to you about what I do know. Okay. Seagal was in it. Mm-hmm. Seagal broke a couple arms. Yeah. Beat some people up. Great wardrobe. Bled more than I'd like to see, though. Especially old suspenders, bald guy. Come on. Keenan Ivory Waynes was in it. Was he? I guess. Anybody could have been in it. Mm. I don't think he really needed to I don't remember a Keenan Ivory Waynes. I'm looking yeah. back to it. Yeah. I don't remember him being in the this movie. This partner's very insignificant. You really could have cast anybody. Or did it need to be a buddy cop movie because Seagal does everything and yeah. those guys don't really ever have any relationship? Yeah, I guess you're really just watching this to watch Seagal Seagal, which he does do. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does does it quite a bit. It's what, 92 minutes? Uh, yeah, it was it was a short one. We were in and out. It's not too long. Um, and at the end of it, you get Jeff Healy playing some fucking uh, Seagal originals. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, to be a fly on the wall when those guys were in the recording studio together. 
Man, that had to be a good time. We got dead boobies. Better than no boobies. Yeah. Uh, two ninja stars. Pretty sweet when he cut up, cut that implant out of that. Yeah. yeah. Two ninja stars. Yeah. Only because Seagal got to Seagal through it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It should be one and a half, but Seagal got to Seagal enough yeah, times. It's pretty incompetent. Um, yeah, we kind of went through everything. I'm kind of torn here because mm-hmm. Assassins, which we watched last week. Yeah. That was a competently made film. Right. Nothing wrong with it. Whereas this movie was just incompetent. Yeah. Like structurally, nothing going on. Character wise, nothing going on. Uh huh. But I wasn't bored watching this one because it was no. only 92 minutes and there was a bunch yeah. of action. And I got kind of bored watching that one. So I want to go a half a Ninja Star above what I gave Assassins. I want to go two and a half Ninja Star. We flip flopped. For the Glimmer Man. We flip flopped. We, we flip flopped. We did a big flip flop here. Yeah. And, and the. Middle weeks of action movie Mount Rushmore here in the uh, sweltering, sweltering. Oh God, it's only gotten hotter. It's getting getting hotter by the day, man. It's like uh, fucking July twentieth, somewhere in there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there right now. It's if if it's not that today, it will be tomorrow, maybe. Oh, gotta be. We'll see when this comes out. Man, it's like uh, by my calculations, we got one more week left in this thing. I feel like there's yeah, only one face left to yeah, fill. Looking, uh, one more face on the on the Look Mount Rushmore, be. and it's got to be face off. A big square Austrian looking face. Oh so, yeah, talking Mount Rushmore, we got to talk one of the great Americans, former California governor, probably the greatest American Arnold that ever lived. And uh, yeah, he's he's in my top three. It's like him, probably Huck Finn. Uh, number three, gotta be, I don't know, Lars von Trier. Yeah. Yuv Bull. I don't know. Great men. All good people. All right, we're doing this two-hander thing, uh, so think, think, you're thinking through it, I know. You're already, you're, the wheels are turning in your head. You're like, when did Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger ever, uh. Share well, billing with somebody. Him and Jim Belushi. It's got to be him and Jim Belushi. It's got to be him and Jim Belushi in Red Heat yeah. is what you're thinking. Yeah. And that would have been a great idea. Yeah, that's a fine movie. And we love Jim Belushi on this podcast. Yeah, he's good But guy. we just talked about Turner That's fair. Hooch. We can't give you that much Here's Jim Belushi over and over again. Instead, we're going we're gonna to throw another twist your way. This has been a, a month of be? twists and turns. Who could this movie be? Matt, we're going to talk about first ever documentary on baby oil and blow what we've we've, we've never talked about a documentary before i it's hate facts. dramatic films we're getting we're getting real with you right now we're talking about old arnie schwarzenegger lifting some weights Whoa. the guy i like to call lou ferrigno oh never no heard of him the doug, incredible fucking hulk doug heffernan's neighbor doug heffernan's neighbor we're talking pumping iron Last fucking week of July, coming up next week, right here on the podcast. Get, get your us. get your push-ups in. No cheating this week. No, eat clean. We're eating clean yeah, all week. Yeah, we're getting serious. We're sober. We're finishing our chicken drinks breasts. and nothing Skinless. else. Oh man, just taking bags of chicken breast everywhere I go, T-bone like a sociopath. Steaks. And you can be one too. Six at a time on baby oil and blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart